This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. And we all, well, those in my generation, watched this young lady grow up as Ashley Banks on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but she has grown up. She's a grown-ass woman out there doing grown-ass women things, and she is starring currently in an amazing movie, also starring Oscar winner Lou Gossett Jr. I can't wait to hear about this. Let me welcome to the show the star of The Reason, Ms. Tatiana Ali. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Hi. Hey. Hey, you know, um, it's weird seeing you um, be an adult, you know, because again, you know, uh, last I saw Carlton and Will were behind you dancing while you were singing. And, you know, you, you were, you know, the cute little girl in the family, Uncle Phil and everything. And now you're out there and you've been doing your own thing, recording career, et cetera. Is it hard when people don't allow you to grow up? Um, I guess I don't, uh, I, I suppose. I mean, is it that hard? I don't know. I think there was a time when when it probably was like, you know, in my 20s um, where I was still, you know, you're still kind of defensive and like rebelling against things. But honestly, now, you know, I, I'm just I'm on a mission to just, you know, like make my art and work. And um, and so they're they're like bigger fish to fry. Than that. I mean, so, so I don't let's think just about say- it that much. Let's set the record straight. You went to Harvard. You got kids. You are married. You know, you, yeah, you, you yeah. are, you know, talk, talk about being a mom because I think that's important. Yes. I'm, I'm the mom of uh, a mom of two boys, a uh, four year old and a, and a 16 month old. And um, they are just, I sigh at least, you know, several times every day. They're just like, they're incredible. I'm just amazed at, how how they just came here who they you know they're just who they are like that's they they came here and I'm just very grateful that they chose me to be their mom and um uh yeah it makes you you know parenting being a parent makes you just think of the world in in a completely different way and um in in a way it's it's as a mom it's actually focused me in a different way on you know, career, it's, I don't have time for a lot of like nonsense. I really, I don't have time. So, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's really like made me laser like focus. If anything pulls me away from them, it has to be really, really worthwhile and on point, you know, on track with what I hope to contribute, um, you know, to, to even to just make this place, do my part to make this place better for them. Um, so that that's that's how it's affected my life. Just like a lot of love. And then things are just kind of naturally, I think earlier in my life, it was hard to find order. You know, what's the most important thing? What comes first? And they just, you know, things just have a natural order now, you know? Mm. God so is you- first, then my kid, then my family, and then whatever else, you know, everything has to work with that. If it doesn't work with that, then it's not meant to be. I love it. Um, I was just watching T.D. Jakes uh, and he has a, a, a sermon on the order of things. And I was I was oh. like, so that that was just today. So you oh, just wow. brought that into. Yeah, that's weird. Not really. 
the reason you talk about things taking you away, it has to be on point. Supernatural, spiritual. Um, what was it that intrigued you about this script that made you say, I'm going to do this? I, I was interested in the questions that it was asking. Um, it really, it, it tackles a very big question, which is, you know, why, and it's, it's very relevant now, but why um, bad things happen to, to good people, to the most innocent. So the town in the film, they're, they're, you see all these characters uh, come together to support a family whose child is suffering from leukemia. And he's just a six-year-old boy. Um, my character, I'm his pediatrician, I'm his oncologist you know, very, very good at, at what she does, um, really used to saving lives and, you know, relies on the science. And um, I, I was interested in the questions it posed. And I think it's something that a lot of us are going through right now. It's like, you know, the, the way things appear versus what we are part in it, you know, what is the point of our part, you know, when things seem like they're falling apart, does it make sense to keep going? If things almost seem predestined to fail. Um, and we had a lot of awesome conversations about that on set. And that's that was one of the amazing things working with Lou Gossett Jr. You know, for somebody who is such a, a legend and just so incredible at what he does, an Oscar winner, Emmy winner, someone who's also earned his stripes, you know, he's an elder. Um, yes. He just stayed there on set with us, you know, speaking with us, like talking with this like young cast and crew of people who don't know anything, probably think they know everything. He's been through it all. And he just spent so much time outside of his own scenes and work. And he just has a lot of passion. And I didn't I wanted to work with him. That was a huge reason that I that I did it also. Um, but I didn't expect that, you know, um, because that's that's pretty extraordinary and I I um I was really impressed by that how passionate he is he still is just about acting and telling stories you know give us give us a story Tatiana Ali give us a some wisdom vicarious wisdom from the great Luke Gossett who we last saw in Watchmen as yes as, yes oh. as the hundred year old survivor of of the Tulsa massacre uh just incredible um I you know purpose you know what is our purpose like why why as a, as a, as storytellers you know sitting around a, a conference table during a lunch break um what is why are we telling the story it has to make sense it has to you know be purposeful and we all have to be joined in that purpose we have to figure it out. We have to decide because it's one thing to like pose a lot of questions in a film. That's that's one thing. But this is a, it's, it is a movie that really tackles some some deep like spiritual issues. Um, you know, get basically don't be confused while we're doing it. <laughs> that's what he, he tried. He really anchored us in what do we believe and what are we what are we trying to say? Because it's going to affect people. It's going to affect. You know, stories have the power to, to, to create empathy. They have the power to transform, transformative power to create change in people's minds and hearts. So, you know, you better be sure of what you're saying. It's serious. And, um, and, and he kind of anchored us in that, which I think is a tr it's true. I mean, as I look at this world, I used to be extremely optimistic. I'm not so sure what I'm looking at 
as yeah. as far as human beings are concerned. And I'm not yeah. terribly optimistic that there's something on the horizon um, that's going to change many folks. Uh, so, so you're raising babies in this world, you know, with all of this optimism that you seem to have. I, I, I have to tell you, I've, I've, what I've come, what's given me, I don't know why this gives me a sense of, of peace and, and optimism, a sense of empowerment. Um, I, I, I think that, you know, ignorance in all of the ways that it appears, it's, it's light, you know, it, it travels in the wind like a feather. It's so easy. It's so easy to act carelessly and to, you know, maintain whatever your stance is in ignorance. It's much harder and much heavier to, to pass on truth and to, um, to act with care. It takes time. It takes consideration. It takes like nuance and, and heart and, that is just heavier and it travels. It can only travel one hand to another. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's harder to, for people to catch, but it take but community is the way that it, it, it catches. And so, and I found, I, I think that that's true and it's empowered me. It makes me feel like, you know what, then every interaction that I have matters every every i have to be careful with my words i have to be careful with my thoughts because that's how that's the only way we're going to pass on the good it's mm. the only way is that is that why other. you pursued education uh you know to go to harvard when you didn't have to uh to to get to study african-american studies and government like why did you choose the, those majors you know i studied government because i really loved philosophy but i i like I, I like the practical application of it. You know, how do we make the world a better place or our communities better places in real practical ways? I, I really, you know, I believe that policies matter, even as unfair and imperfect as it is, they make a difference in our everyday lives. People can think whatever they want or feel however they want to feel about you. But if you're protected and you have rights, <laughs> you know, fine, think what you want. Um, I'm okay. I can be okay. I can take care of myself and my family. Um, I think that's important. That's why I studied government. And then honestly, at FAM, I, I did, I took so many classes in that department because it was the first time that I was learning about myself. It was like learning a completely alternate history of the world, of our country. And, the, you know, it's an alternate history that is, and it's, and it's really having, a, I feel like it's devastating and having devastating impact. I think we're, experiencing the impact of having that history deleted from every single public school classroom in the country, <laughs> you know, like what is American history? I was just on, on a, a, talking with somebody who, who said, and I think very mistakenly, like, oh, you know, it all starts with slavery. I was like, no, but it doesn't. <laughs> we have to remember that. Like, like it starts way before then. <laughs> we start way before then. Uh, so, so, um, that's, that's why I studied FAM and, and, and also I think as an artist, as an actor and, and as somebody who really loves my community, like it's important for me to know my history. It's important for me to know what I'm saying and in what context and who's asking me to say what and why. But it's at Harvard. 
right? One of the, you know, when you think about Ivy League, those colleges, the Brown brothers, they were complicit. Many ways we're just finding out uh, John Hopkins owned owned people. And I'm like, well, you know, if you were wealthy and white in America in the six, 1700s, you probably owned people. Like that was the, the, the status symbol, you know? So it's, it's interesting. Did you, who did you take at, uh, was Skip Gates there? Who, who, you know, tell yeah. me some of your professors. Um, Skip Gates was there, Anthony Appia, Cornell West was there. Um, uh, yeah, like the, 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 the kind of AFAM dream team, they were, they were there during that time. And you, and you studied under them. I mean, you know, yeah, come I on, took, Tatiana, I you're just like. No, I, I took classes with them and, and, um, um, I took a lot of classes, um, with them and, and at the Barker Center at the time, it's called something different now in that department. Um, I, I want to say though, I wasn't an FM major. I was actually a government major. I was a poli okay. sci major, but I did everything else in African American studies. Okay. I spent a lot All of time right. there. They need to update this up. <laughs> I know. I said it, I've updated it a mil- I've said it a million times and it always, it always stays that way. I mean, no, I said, it's I intriguing said though. Uh, I mean, Sorry. I, I think you should amend it and say that you, you did major in it. Cause uh, you know, that, that this is the thing that we don't learn in high school. You're, you know, I didn't learn about, you know, African-American history as well until I got to college, Dr. Limworth yeah. Gunther, you know, it's like, I remember it, it was the thing that cracked open my rabbit holes that I started going down. It's like, yeah. well, what else don't I know? Well, what else didn't they tell us? And, you know, be, and I became, you know, even in school, more autodidactic than I, than I was actually, you know, while I was studying. Um, but I, I think the larger question is like, you didn't have to go to college, right? You, you were, you're an actress since you were little and making that money since you were little and, you know, you could have not done that. Why was that important? At the time, um, you know, my, my parents really instilled that education is like the one thing that nobody can take away from you. You know, you, you nourish your mind and you can manifest, you can, you can do, you can do things in this world. Um, and you're not, you know, kind of beholden on someone or you don't have to wait for somebody else to, to, to help you. You can, you can make it yourself on your own. And I really believe that I also, you know, I also kind of refute this idea that, especially young artists and, and our young and young black artists, you know, this idea that they don't have to be educated because they made it because there's money involved. It's like, you don't, and I, and here's the other thing, you can be educated in many ways. You don't have to have a formal, you know, have this a particular degree from a particular place or anything like that, but you need to read. You should, you should, you should know. You should know about the artists that came before you, that they were intentional about the things that they did, about the the cultural, you know, innovations that they came up with. It was on purpose. It was because they're brilliant. It wasn't an accident. Um, they were speaking to the problems of the time and 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 that's important for our artists to know. So I really you know, I had my moments of insecurity, but I really looked at people sideways when they, when, you know, especially, you know, executives and things like that who were like, but you, but why do you want that? And my thing is like, well, why don't you want me to want that? Like, Mm. you want me to sing your songs. You want me to speak the words that you wrote. Why can't I write the words? Shouldn't I know what I'm saying? You know? So, so, um, like that's why that's why that's why I went and I really felt 
and not everybody agreed. And I had a hard time when I came back out, you know, trying to get back into, into work again. I did have a hard time. Um, but I really believed like I was going to come out with more to offer. I wanted to be an artist even while I was there. That's why I went. <laughs> I love this. Um, I love what you're saying on so many levels, because I think, you know, so many of us are like, you know, one dimensional and I even tell my students, you know, explore every part of you, you know, explore mm. everything, do everything. We have such a short period of time on this earth. Why not do everything that your heart leads you to do? Even if you don't do it at the level that you think you should try it. You know, I think we live some of us such tiny little lives that are, you know, pressed by other people's uh, opinions about what it is we should be. So mm -hmm. I, lo I love that you said, eh, I'm going to go get my degree. And I'm going to come yeah, out and, and I'm going to sing. I'm going to act. I'm going to do everything I want to do. It's amazing though how like the things you think are so disparate or so like, oh, this is so the opposite of that, but I'm interested in how they all can come together. They all come together in some way. There's a reason that it, that you're curious about it. You know, there's a reason that those things like turn you on, like try it. <laughs> um, and it does come together. All right. So we, we're going to definitely check out the reason uh, a lot of us were, uh, and I'm still mad because uh, HBO max, I can't get it on my, um, on my Roku. So I got to wait. I've seen everything on YouTube. I watched all of the clips. Of course, the reunion, I'm talking about the Fresh Prince reunion. We had Daphne Maxwell Reed on the show and she was just oh. lovely and beautiful. And I saw Janet Huber was, you know, came in. It was like crazy, you know, the original Aunt Viv. And she talked a lot about missing uh, yeah, James think... Avery. When did you get the call that they were going to do this? Oh, I think it was like, oh, it was early, early in the summer early in the summer and, and it wasn't much prep time it was maybe like two months before we actually shot it um and yeah I got I got the I, I got that call and I was like when where where are we going <laughs> so you where you all, want me to show up you were all in you oh a thousand percent I mean yeah totally I it's not I mean we just had so much fun they they actually you know they had a million cameras all over the place and once we got on that set, we just talked, you know, we just talked, which is what we do. We could talk for days and hours and months and years and so many different perspectives and like so much love and acceptance. People just talk and, and, and the way they put it together, I thought really, it was an honest and real like distillation of, of the time that we spent together. I thought it was a really cool way to do it. What, what do you think was the magic that resonated with so many Americans regarding the Fresh Prince? This is a story all about how my life. Yeah. How, yeah. <laughs> what was it about that? Um, it was funny, number one, which is, you know, it's important. Like people need to laugh like it was and funny. You know, things are funny because they're true. So <laughs> that, that's what makes the funny. Um, so. I think people like genuinely laugh when they watch the show. When I look back and I watch episodes that I can't even remember, I laugh too. And so it, it stays, you know, which is amazing to me that it's still, it's funny. Um, I think the characters, um, you know, all the characters were so different. You could find, you know, some of yourself in, in, in one or, or all of them. And I, I, the story, this idea of like somebody who's a fish out of water, you know, who 
um, is trying to be themselves and but still be accepted. Uh, I think that's I think that's just like a really classic story. And and at the same, I mean, you, I here's the other thing. I could tell that I think people could tell that we just or at least feel that we were just having so much fun. Like we really like each other and we were playing, we were playing. We, I laughed, we laughed till we cried almost every day mm. on that set, just gotcha. working together. Man, yeah. don't we all like, want a job like that? You know, I know, I know. And then I learned, I learned after I was like, oh, okay, this is a special experience. Yeah, this not every job happen. is going to be just like this. Understood. Understood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Finally, um, I read somewhere. I don't know if this is true that you met, met your husband, who is a professor, English lit doctor. You know, he's a PhD on mm -hmm. eHarmony. And I'm just now running into, I know so many people that have met their mates on eHarmony. I just uh, started mentoring someone who met her husband and she has two kids too. So that's ironic. Mm -hmm. And she, she was like, yeah, I met him on eHarmony. And it was just, it's like perfect. Even if you're not going to fall in love, that person is a perfect match. Like they do a great job. They're going to be your best friend. It, okay. But you're Tatiana Ali. So <laughs> for me, regular people going on eHarmony. Okay. How does Tatiana Ali say I'm going to go on eHarmony that everyone knows who you are I think it was like honestly it was like a divine intervention I'd been you know I'm I'm I, I lived in LA and I, I I'm very I was very dedicated to my work so all I did was work and all the people I knew were in this field of work or whatever and I was getting so tired of just like it was like you know it got to the point where I would be you know I, if I had a date or something, I'd be like, is he going to come to the door or is he going to text me and tell me to walk down the steps? He texted me, never mind. Like, you know, it was, it was like that. It was, it was just so, I just wanted to meet someone like nice <laughs> and, and also kind of like expand. I mean, I had, there are more qualifications than nice, but like kind of like expand my pool. And I was just thinking one day and I was like, let me just try it. Um, Essence Adkins had done um, match. And I talked to her about that and her experience. She was like, I love, and, and so I was like, okay, I'll try, you know, I'll try. Um, and we ended up being, we, pro we, there are people that we have in common actually. Even still, I don't think we would have met otherwise. I liked how slow it was. Like we, were able to write to each other for months for a long time. I still, what was surprising to me was I still had that, I still had a feeling. There were people that kind of, I came across and I was like, mm -hmm, I don't feel that. When my husband, his little thing popped up, I was like, oh, who is this? <laughs> um, so I don't know. I just, yeah, I just, I, I also believed in myself that I have enough antenna after all these years to know if somebody has you know, ill intentions or is not, you know, interested in things they shouldn't be interested in me. Um, but he doesn't care about that stuff at all. And that came across pretty early on. Um, mm. Yeah, it was, it was kind of like, I don't know, it feels like it was destined because I was just about to shut it down. My thing, I was like, this isn't working. And I'm telling you, bloop, just a little like, <laughs> and his little message, his message came up. I was like, oh, who's this? <laughs> she's still it's, giggling it's, uh, yeah i am still giggling I, yeah i guess so i love yeah. it 
I love it. Listen, you are a treasure. Um, and I would love for you to come back, but we're going to all check out the reason that's right. Starring you. And of course the great Lou Gossett Jr. Beverly Todd. The cast is amazing. The, the, the plot is so spiritual. Y'all got to check out the reason Tatiana Ali, you have an open seat at my table. I appreciate you. You too. Coming up.